0: Real so, so Acts 1 and 2, 1 one through 26. Thank you all for joining us. Uh, we're gonna start with Acts 1 through 26. One twenty one Acts 1 and chapter, the scriptures is 1 through 26, and it's gonna go fast. So grab hold and we're gonna go rise again. And we thank God for all of you that's join us. Thank God for, uh, the fellowship today. And I, I, I always said in a few hours, you can always go on, uh, Google podcast Vera glass and and get the lesson from today from from each from each Sunday now uh, acts one now in the former book of Theopolis uh, this is one of the uh, theologians during that time he said I wrote all that Jesus began to do and teach until the day he was taken up into heaven after giving instructions through the Holy Spirit to to the Apostles Uh, he had chosen, after the suffering suffering, he presented himself to them and gave many convincing proofs that he was alive he appeared to them over a period of 40 days uh, and spoke about the kingdom of God on one occasion while he was eating with them he gave them this command, command do not leave Jerusalem but wait For the gift of the Father, what my Father promised, which you have heard me speak about. For John baptized with water, but in a few days you will be baptized with the Holy Spirit. Listen to what we're we're hearing. Listen to the voice of Jesus here, you all. Then they gathered around him and asked him, Lord, are you at this time going to restore the kingdom of Israel? And he said to them, it is not for you to know. The times are dates the Father has set for his own authority, but you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you and you would maybe, and you will be my witness in Jerusalem and all Judea, Samaria, and all until the ends of the world. And that's what we're supposed to do. Go out and witness. Now, as he was, uh, said this, he was taken up before their very eyes and at a cloud hid him from their sight. They were looking intensely up into the sky as he was going, uh, going, when suddenly two men dressed in white stood beside them. Men of Galilee, they said, Why do you stand here looking into the sky? The same Jesus who had been taken from you in heaven will come back the same way you have seen him go in heaven. We, didn't have, we don't have that opportunity. We didn't have that opportunity, you all. Now, see, what they did after they heard that they were sad. They went on back to their home uh, and, and watched what they did. Now, when the apostles returned to Jerusalem from the hill and called the Mount of Olives a Sabbath day, a, a Sabbath day's walk, it took a day's walk to get where they were get from the Mount of Olives back to their home. Now, when they arrived, they went upstairs to the room where they were staying. Those present were Peter, John, James, and Andrew. Philip, Thomas, Bartholomew, uh, Matthew, James, son of Alphaeus, and son of Zelop. And Judas son of James they were all joined together instantly in prayer along with the women and Mary the mother of Jesus with his brother so it was only how many? 11 the 12th one had already killed itself remember so their job now God didn't tell them to do this but they they decided well they're going to get somebody to replace Judas because you remember he went out and hung himself because he, he was guilty He was just playing out. He had a different interpretation as to who Jesus was. He sold him out to the scribes and to the Pharisees, and the Pharisees laughed at him. When he came back and threw down the money they gave him, the thirty-three pence or whatever that was, they they gave him back his money. gave him He threw the money back to them because then his heart was convicted. He was convicted and lost. And so now get back to the upper room. So these folks are throwing lots down, trying to figure out who's, who's better and who's not. Uh, let's see. Let's, let's jump down here a little bit here. Uh, let's see. Down to verse 20. I skipped a lot of And, and hopefully you all go back and read this. Uh, verse 20 said, For said Peter, he was in charge of everything. It is written in the book of Psalms, May his place be deserted. Let there be no no one to dwell in it. May another take his place of leadership. Therefore, it is necessary to choose one of them who have been with us the whole time the Lord Jesus was living among us. Beginning from John's baptism to the time when Jesus was taken up from us. For one of those, one of these must be a witness with us of his resurrection. What they were saying now. Now, these are the new the, the disciples. Jesus went out and and chose. These are the men. Uh, it was more than just the the uh, twelve. It was other people that was around them all the time with Jesus. Fought. Can you see like a whole procession? Yeah, we can't even imagine this. This is like a whole procession going around, time through valleys, going going all over, and they were all encompassed around one man. Walking all over town this day in town they would all have been arrested of a found what's wrong with you? It was like it would see this day in town we do it as a petition, but back then Jesus was just walking through the cities doing what he was supposed to do, but anyway, so down to verse twenty three so they nominated two men, Joseph called uh Barsibas, also known as justice j u s t u s and matthias. then they prayed, Lord. You know everyone's heart. Show us which of these two have chosen. Which of these two you have chosen. God didn't have one in it. See how we throw things up to him and we, we, we drop it. We kiss it up to him and ask him to bless it. Nowhere in the scripture to say that God told them to go choose two men. But we they prayed and said, these are the two uh, you have chosen to take over the apostolic ministry. Which Judas left to go where he belongs. See, that's cute, you all. Judas went to hell. They knew it, and it said he he left to go where he was belong. They said right, it was his choice. That was his choice. He, he that was his road. He chose to do. All right. So then they uh, cast lot, and the lot fell to Matthias. So he was added to the eleven apostles. So there was not twelve original. There was only eleven. Now, we're down to the Holy Spirit comes at to Pentecost. Um, and this is when they were up in the upper room. And I, I'm not going go to go in through a whole lot of this because we should be at a level now. Uh, let's see. Didn't, I don't hope. I, can you all still hear me? Yes. Oh, okay. I thought maybe it went off. Maybe somebody dropped off the line. But anyway, uh, right now, we at the, the first 50 days after... Uh, resurrection day is what we call the Pentecost and the the disciples went into uh the upper room and see. okay thank you the disciples went into the upper room and that's what Jesus told them to go and wait he told them to go there and wait and and that's what they were doing now down to uh verse two it says suddenly a light Suddenly, a sound like the blowing of a violent wind came from heaven and filled the whole house where they were sitting. Are we there, you all? Are you all that You you understand what I'm talking about? Okay, so you should have read this before. Now, down to verse 3, says, They saw what seemed to be tongues of fire that separated and came to rest on them. Remember the scripture we read, Jesus already told them to go to the upper room and sit. He didn't tell them to go to the upper room and choose nobody to uh, replace Judas. He just said, go to the upper room and wait. And he was going to send the helper. But this is how we get confused a lot of times. That when God gives us, when we're able to hear something, what God wants us to do instead of taking it and just shut up, listen, and allow God to tell us what to do, we run with it and we do our own thing. Anyway, down to verse 4. said, all of them were filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak with other tongues of the Spirit, which the the Spirit had enabled them. In this dispensation, the church is saying there is no Holy Spirit, and you're, you're not able to speak in tongues and all. That's why we have to know God for ourselves. No matter what leader is standing up telling you all that stuff, I might advise you it's best to know the Word of God yourself. When you know that Jesus Christ is the Son of God, and you know that He has left this earth to go be with his father. He said he was going to send us another comforter. If you believe in what man says and you so so uh, confused that that you you don't understand that you have someone walking with you and directing you, I, I teach that to my great grandkids. I, I teach them every day, trying to get them to understand you're not alone. If you tell me you know Jesus, you believe that Jesus is the Son of God, you have a Spirit of God living in you. As to what you do with it, that's your choice. If you prefer to ignore the spirit of God that's living in you, uh, like I said, that's your choice to do that, but you don't have to ignore the spirit of God. You don't, you never have to ignore it. Now, after that, they all were filled with the Holy spirit and down. It said, uh, Peter addresses the crowd. Peter stood up with the 11 and raised his voice and addressed the crowd. Fellow Jews, all of you who live in Jerusalem, let me explain to you. Listen carefully. Listen carefully. Listen. I beseech you, each and every one that's on this line, listen carefully. What, what, what I'm trying to get across to you, uh, that he said to them, uh, fellow Jews, all of you who live in Jerusalem, let me explain to you, this to you. Listen carefully to what I say. These people are not drunk. Now, there was a whole mass of people standing around, looking loose, all looking, and the disciples and all others that was in the room, they came out with Peter, behind Peter as he was speaking, and they looked like they were drunk, but they were speaking in a different language because the uh, Spirit of God had come upon them. They recognized that the Spirit of God was living in them, so they were actually trying to communicate with the Spirit of God living in them. That's what the tongues are when you're able to communicate with the Spirit of God that lives in you, which the the Holy Spirit is giving the Spirit to give to you. What lives in you, that's the spirit of God. God, what, what we when we're speaking in another language, we're actually supposed to be communicating with God. But a lot of times people have learned how to uh, possess the spirit and control the spirit and be negative in the spirit and do it their own way. Say God is saying something. God is not saying it. it, it that's a deeper lesson, but I don't want to get in there. Now he said, uh, it's, uh, it's only nine in the morning. Do know this is what was spoken. By the prophet, he was reminding this was already spoken in the scriptures in in the Old Testament, this was already spoken it said, in the last days, God says, I will pour out my spirit uh, my, uh, spirit on all people, your sons and your daughters will prophesy, your young men will see vision, and your old men will see will dream dreams i I, I stopped there a minute to say, you know this is what Peter was saying to the people. It was already written in the Old Testament that would happen to the people. But if you, uh, and I'll just read it again. I'm not going to be hard on anybody, but this is a lesson so you can understand. When you accept Jesus, when when I say accept, when you know in your heart that Jesus is the Son of God. There are so many blind folks that don't believe it. So I'm not going to talk to them. I'm ta- <coughs> I'm really talking to the ones that's on the line, giving you some... Uh, assurance that this, if you that all you got to do is believe that who Jesus was, and you don't, you're not walking alone. You have a helper. He said in the in the last days, God said, "I will pour out my spirit on all a l l people," and those are people that believes in Him. If you don't believe in Him, you you wouldn't understand this. You have no heart for. But a lot of us get confused. We, uh, I'm not gonna go there. Let's let's go ahead down a little bit more. Now we're gonna jump to Romans eight. You all get that for me. Romans eight and twenty eight. Now in Romans twenty eight, God works for our good. He said, "In all things is reassuring." It means that no matter the circumstances. There are two qualifiers for God to be working all things together for our good. If you believe in Jesus, God going to do it. Whatever you need, he has it. That's what the bottom line of this uh, work lesson says. Romans 8 and 1, he said, Therefore, this is the NIV version. Therefore, there is now no condemnation in those who are in Jesus Christ. I'm going to read different versions because that's the way I write you all. Uh let's see, wait a minute. Yeah, that, that's the way I write, I give the very different versions because if you don't understand one, maybe you understand the different this is pounding in our heart Romans 8 and 1 says in the King James, there is therefore now no condemnation the word condemnation it means that you're not convicted, you're not all upset you don't have that when you got the spirit of God living in your pardon me did someone say something all right, I must be echoing myself. Let's see here. Uh, can you all still hear me? Yes. Okay, thank you. Rom- Romans eight and one, said yes. in the King James version, there is there is there is therefore now no condemnation to them to which you which are in Christ Jesus who walk not after the flesh but after the spirit. Uh, the New Living Translation says, so now there is no condemnation for those who belong to Christ Jesus. I think we might understand that one bottom line better. Uh, so the, the the bottom line of this lesson, you all, is to ask, whose voice are you listening to? Put that in your chow. And when we get off this, kind of chew it out. Whose voice are you listening to? Uh, John 10, let's jump into that. And we're going to go to John 10 and 3. And Jesus was telling the parable, and I want to read the little parable here. And so right now we listen to Jesus' voice. What happened with Jesus? He said, Now the gatekeeper opens the gate for him, and the sheep listen to his voice. He calls his own sheep by his name and then and lead them out. When he has brought out all his own He goes on ahead of them and the sheep follow him because he knows his voice. They know his voice, but when they never follow, but they would never follow a stranger. Uh, In fact, they will run away from him because they do not recognize a stranger's voice. Jesus used his figure of speech, but the Pharisees did not understand what he was telling them. Uh, Jesus told this parable as usual. The people did not understand him, so he explained he said, I am the gate for the sheep. Imagine this in your brain. Imagine a, a whole flock of sheep and they have a gate. They're compass in this little pin or whatever, and they have a gate. Jesus said, He's the gatekeeper. He's the gatekeeper before, between God and us. We can't get out of this world, I'm talking about spiritually. We can't go nowhere. We can't jump around Jesus and go to God. There have been so many different people that told you, yeah, you can, yeah, you can, but you're wasting your time. You cannot. The Bible that I read, the Holy Bible says that Jesus said, "He, I am the, I am the gate for the sheep. That's John 10 and 7. In this parable, the sheep are God's people, and we are God's people because we are sheep. And they are entering as entering to a safe place, a sheep pen, representing salvation. We enter salvation only through Jesus Christ. And He said again, "I am the good shepherd." Jesus continued, "The sheep follow the shepherd because they know His voice, but they will never uh, follow a stranger. In fact, they will run away from Him." That's what He said. You run away if you know who Jesus are. Jesus is when somebody else kind of come and give you their vomit. You 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 run away. You won't you won't take it now. In Jesus, the voice of salvation uh, is what uh, 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 we listen to now. There are many many voices, and these other voices are called strangers. Uh, you all understand that what I'm saying. The other voices that we hear, other than Jesus, is a stranger. Now in the first century, uh, it it might have been like the Pharisees. They were trying to lead God's people they were trying to tell people how to go but they were leading them not as not to Jesus they were trying to make sure they didn't get this new voice that was out there talking they didn't want to hear it. remember all the fight they're the one that made that that made the uh, people decide to crucify Jesus that's that's the bottom line right there now um, there was so much like in our own day uh, let's drop it down to this day in time where we at today we're at what may 1. 2022. Now, in our own day, there's various groups that offer different paths to salvation. They offer different paths to salvation, like the Muslim, the Hindus, the New Agers, and other people, different paths, offer people different paths, even different kinds of salvation. For for some salvation, it's a physical pleasure. For others, it's an absence, absence or a feeling. When you think about there's some some religion that uh, y- y- you can't you got to think exactly they, the way they want you to think, not the way that God wants you to. If you, if you're in another different religion, no no disrespect. I don't I don't disrespect anybody, but I won't listen to. I'll, I'll I'll respect your voice, but I won't listen to your voice and get me off this road and to jump on your road because the only voice that I know I hear is Jesus' voice. I am one of his sheep. I can hear his voice. I understand what he says. And I can understand it even by reading his word. And when I read the word, if I don't know all of it, the spirit that lives in me, the the connection spirit that lives in me, uh, that's connected to Jesus and then to God, I have understanding. If I forget any word, the spirit that lives in us would give us, uh give us an understanding in the word. Now, in in our truth to help others. This is what we're supposed to do. We're supposed to go out and help others. Once we got it, we're supposed to give it to others. Once we get it, but don't go out giving them half but because it's not the true spirit of God. When we go out and we try to leave someone to God and we're disobedient in our lifestyle, that's when we will fall. Look at what's happening around the world. I've heard so much lately and I'm I'm not. you, You take it away, I say it. There are many people that's disobedient that's fallen dead real quick. Many of them don't know who God was at all, anyway. It's, it's the time's up. The flower would bloom for so many years and now it's dead. They crush the flower up and boom, let it go back to the dust. But I want to make sure myself that I'm going to stay obedient to what Jesus says. And I, I'll get off the high horse in a minute. Now, go, go ahead on. Let's say, now, in our truth to help others. That are blind, we can hear clearly you you remember when uh what is his name was knocked off his high horse Paul well, last week when Paul was knocked off his high horse, knocked off the horse, boom, okay. slammed off the ground, and Jesus had to blind him. He was blind and he had to take him to him somewhere and set himself down so that somebody can come in and plant the seed that's what happened. <laughs> Excuse me. <coughs> the priest came in and planted the seed. He did a little baptism, but that we could say in the natural that could be the watering. But the watering is when you're getting educated, you're getting closer. You're seeking, you're reading His Word. You're understanding His Word. You're listening to the right voice. You're not picking up the vomit of other people that gives you their interpretation. When you read the Word, you get the true interpretation yourself. Now it said, "Now, uh, when we're blind, this one thing I've heard over the years that the blind can't lead the blind. Do you all think the blind people can lead another blind person? Are you all able to hear me? Huh?"
1: Yeah. Can I make a comment? This is can I make a comment? Sure can, was, uh, just speak up loud. To listen to, yeah, listen to what you were saying and I like the uh, that last verse uh, in the King James version version the people come at not for to kill and to for to steal and to kill and to destroy them come as they may have life and they may have it more abundantly. And I think that's just such a blessing right there that, you know, we are um when we're in Christ we're no longer bound to you know, the worldly way to do things and we don't have to come and um come at God in a different way, but just, you know, with our honest heart, you know, knowing that He has forgiven us of everything. Right. We don't have to really do anything other than just to trust and the love to give him our whole heart and that He'll make everything straight. So, you know, we have in this modern time everybody's going through all these different uh ways of how they are approaching God and you don't have to approach God that way. You know, and you don't have to go, you know, through any kind of idols or anything like that. So I just just, just wanted to kind of testify on that scripture. I love that verse and that scripture in the King James Version. So all right. It possible. is. It's... We don't have to, you know, bow down to any kind of idol nope. um, worship. And so we have to be careful, too, uh, what we allow to be around us. You know, everybody, because this is a new age with all... The young people, and they'll say certain things, the things they believe. Uh-huh. We have to come right back at them although go, no, that's not what I believe. That's right. No, that's not true. You know, we don't, we don't do it that way. You know, we, it ain't on a wish, but it's on a prayer. And it's God's love and his abundance that's going to keep us, you know. So anyway, I just wanted to say that's good right there. That's true. Sure that,
0: right. that, is, that is true. Anyone else has a comment? All right, y'all. So now, in in the, what one of the things that we need to be able to do is to allow our light to shine. That means that we 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 go. Let's see, so that we are showing our guiding others the way out of a dark hole. This this world, if you're blind and you're not paying attention as to all the stuff that's going on, and a lot of it yes, we know there's a war going on, but a lot of it's going right right in within our spirit, within our soul. Um, our own mind will is in motion. We're fighting daily. We're, we're in a dark spot. We, we don't allow ourselves to wake up and hear what the Spirit of God is saying to us. We'd rather stay in that natural state of mind and, and allow all the vomit to keep pulling over us, over and over and over. But God's Word tells us that in this natural world is full of deception, evilness, hate, no self-truth, injustice, war, poverty, doubt in self and we don't even believe there is a god. There's a lot of people that don't even believe there is a god and we so easily when we're not as sure of ourselves, we so easily fall into their their will and their way. But it really matters what we are hearing because uh if it I'll say if it really matters to you uh because we speak what we hear. Well, a lot of times, what we do, you all, we speak negative things. Oh, I'm so sick. Oh, I can't do that. Oh, I have a headache today. Oh, <laughs> I could think of something some other things, but I want you all to speak up. Please speak up. Now, in Jesus is the light of this world, and we have the Spirit of God living in us. We shine. We're different. We look whenever we walk into a dark room, a dark restaurant, or whatever. We look different. We cleaned up. We got nice clothes on. Our hair is all done. Our heads up is not down. We heads up. We walk proudly. And somebody want can really say in their heart, I want some of what that person got. But no, when we walk into a restaurant and we all shaggy clothes, all wrinkled and dirty, hair ain't been combed in five days or twenty five days. All those dreads are really dreads, and we just look. We look dark. I don't want nothing you got. But I want to make sure that when I walk into somebody, even even in a wheelchair, I'm going to look good. I was raised to look good. I love it. I love I love, bling. Tell me about it. I love bling, bling, bling. I I think when my granddaughter did something uh back in 17 or 18. It had to be before 18. And she did, uh, yeah, because I was walking then. 17, 18. And, and she did something down to the... Uh, downtown to a center and a child I blinged up my pure white tennis shoes I couldn't walk that much because my feet was bad or whatever I had been started having accidents but anyway I enjoyed it I blinged up my tennis shoes I love to look good and when you look good I'm like whoa who is she? and you just frustrate people because they don't like how you look and the smile in their heart and know that Jesus is in me this is what Jesus looks like uh I'm going to end this, you all, because I want you all to talk tonight. We haven't been online the whole time. But the bottom line is this lesson. Who are you listening to? And when you listen to that person, you start to repeating in your life what they're saying, what they're showing to you. When you, Like I said, whoever you hang around, <coughs> that's who you'll be like. I don't know if I'm saying the word wrong, but whoever you hang around every day, in and out, soon you'll be like them. If you spend all your time at work and when you come home, you don't have time to spend no time with God, eventually, you all you won't. you lose it. I, but My heart is to really say to us, we don't have to sit in this stupor. That's why God allowed me to write that book, Get Out of the Crab Basket Mentality. I pray that you all have read the book. If you haven't, one day we're going to get on it as a full lesson. We don't have to live this. It, it irritates me. I tell you, it really irritates me to see that others are able to come together and do things. And then a lot of us like to sit sit in our same stoop, our same stuff. My mother used to say, either you shit or get off the pot. And it's about time for some of us to do that. I'm sorry. We're sorry that you don't get it. But it's not your job. We we run around trying to do things for Jesus. And we're half doing it. That's not who Jesus is. He didn't ask us to run around and and help somebody solve their issues. He said, go into the world and tell somebody about him. Not about us. Cause I preach today and you tell, come tell me you did a wonderful job. That would make me sad. It's not me. I'm trying to represent Jesus. He's telling me what to say. It ain't about me. And that's how we should say it ain't about me. If I give you a dollar to go buy your hamburger that ain't me Jesus put that that grace in my heart to give that to you. I didn't do it Vera I ignore you no Vera she showed me like like the homeless people that are on the street. I'll help you when you want help, but God's give me the discernment to see the difference between you want to stay there or you need help. A lot of the homeless people loves it there as homeless. if I didn't have to pay no rent. And all I had to do was go down to some uh, halfway house or go down to some, uh, what is it, St. Luke or those different places that, that uh, feed you food. And all you got to do is go down there and get some food, stick enough in your pocket and go back and lay in the streets. There's a lot of people that like that, you all. I wasn't risen, I, I wasn't grown up that way. I like nice things. I hear my grandmother and my mother and them taught me how to hear from God. And when God's and, and be a strong willed person. My sisters all know and my brothers know. I am a strong willed person. I've never been a person to be shut up. And we don't have to do that. When the Spirit of God is living in us, we don't need we should not walk around dark looking like the word, like the world. We should be able to hear what God is saying to us. He'll give you the the boldness. That's one thing about it. When you got the Spirit of God living in, you has a you have an extra helper. You're not down and out and ashamed of yourself. He gives you the boldness to help to be able to look better, do better, follow his word. It's not that hard to follow God's word. It's a choice. thank God he's not, he's not going to have nobody on the string walking around. you remember like when they do those uh Bro help me out those little puppet shows and you have those strings tied onto them and you move them around and do all of that. God don't do that. That's not how he do it. He puts his spirit within us and then give us a choice. He said, let our lights, we should walk, then let our lights so shine. And I want somebody to give me a comment. So We've got 10 minutes and we're going to comment and we're going to end it. All right. Are you all able to hear me? Are you all able to hear me? Yeah, I can hear you now. Oh, okay. I don't know if it went down. Mimi, are you all still online? Patricia Jackson. Patricia Jackson, I can hear you. Okay, thank you. I can hear you still. I just wonder if people can... Patricia Jackson, I can hear you. All right, Patricia, did you have a a comment about letting your light so shine?
2: (laughs) Yes, ma'am. Oh, you got two Patricia Johnsons on here, okay. No, hers is
0: Jackson. Now let, Jackson Pilot, Pilot Jackson is really her name. That's her last Pilot name. Jackson. Yeah, Pilot she Jackson. Pilot yeah. Jackson. She's over in Texas. Yes, ma'am. Okay, um, make a comment for me. If, every time I let my light
2: come shine, it's always uh out down. Like I'm, it's like a cat, a cat, a cat. Every time I stand up, and every time I open my mouth, a cat, a cat, a cat even as a little girl, and it's still happening today. All right. And I, all I know how to do is be who God created me to be. All I know how to do is behave the way God created me to behave in a loving and kind way and just uh-huh. keep moving on. I don't, I don't hold binge and do all that kind of stuff. You know, you go over here and visit me, uh, don't come over here, no more. You're going over her house, all that kind of stuff. I, I never could do that. I can't stand cousin or anything. So I do love family. I do love people, but when all that stuff comes up, instead of me speaking to it, uh, I, I guess harshly, I just said, nah, "Now I know you got enough vocabulary words this kindergarten to kindergarten to not even use any of that." All Doing right, stuff like that. I, uh. I just don't tolerate it. Yeah, that's but the word I wanted to, to you be hear. Around with it. Yes, these days there's yep. nobody. But when you do go around it, it's like the same thing was going on
0: when I was twelve. is going on today. Hmm. And and we know so that like those you might as well just keep walking. Exactly. So we know when there's people haven't changed. They're doing the same old thing. Be honest with yourself. God, you know the spirit of God is not living in them. So He said, don't 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 even eat with them. That's what the Word of God tells us. I don't I yes. don't I don't tolerate. when the words you said? Tol- I don't tolerate ignorance. Yes. Especially when you're a grown person, I will not tolerate ignorance because each and everyone has a sound man. If you have something wrong with you mentally, go to a mental institution and get some help. But most people are normal and they're just stuck and they're, they're stubborn. When you got stubbornness, that's witchcraft. Stubbornness is just yes, like is. witchcraft and that's what the Bible says. Yes, but Jesus yes, wants us is. to be able to go out and he wants us to be able to go out and let our light shine on somebody else so we can tell them about Jesus. Our life is an example of who Jesus is. But we're down and out. We're poor. That's not a good life. You're already depressed. You, you don't, your light don't shine. It's like uh, when, when, when we look at it this way, you all. We, we have a windshield. Look at it in the natural first. We have a windshield. I, I have a patio door. My patio door is—you know what a patio door is—and you you let that you never wash the window. You, you, it's always dirty, and so when you look out the, uh, you never clean it. When so when you look out the, if I look out that patio door, it looks all cloudy. There's no sunshine; it looks real cloudy. But if you take time and clean it out, I mean, it cleans out your house, and I'm talking about your spiritual house. Your eyes will be open, and the light of Jesus can shine through you. Well, the light of Jesus cannot shine through nothing that's dull, nasty, and dirty. And we have to be honest with ourselves. We can't, we can't pretend that we're hey, dumb and we, we we tolerate anything. That's not of God. Go ahead, whoever that I is. May I ask that
2: you're saying? May I ask that you saying that because they keep coming at me, they don't see it, and I say it. I thought because they do see it. That's why they coming at it because the majority of them thinking they the same way. I was I was understanding and correct me if I'm wrong. That I'm to speak to the spirit. If that ain't God, then call him out.
0: I'm not understanding what you're saying.
2: Call him out. I'm just saying the spirit of the person is evil, just like you, you just said. Uh huh. That's just that's just the stubbornness.
0: And okay. A
2: lot of people just because you say don't do something, they go and do that
0: even to this day. And I say to you, in and that so word, that know uh huh.
2: The people that know they like that are taking advantage of them because they get them on a, a tangent to go and after what they know everybody else against. Just create a conversation. They go more edge strong and doing just what they shouldn't be doing.
0: But l- okay, I'm supposed to teach you to do that thing, aren't we? Or no? Okay, no. The word of God tells us when we go out and we try to do ministry, and if they don't accept it, shake the dust off and keep going. The one thing that about the in this world, you all, everyone has the opportunity to hear from God. People walk the way they want to walk. If they don't listen to the spirit of God, why would they listen to us? Think about the fact back in the days when Jesus was walking this earth, and they didn't listen to Jesus. Why do you think, that? and they didn't see him, those that was right there and saw him physically, they didn't believe what he was saying, they ended up killing the dude. And this day and time, if your light is truly shining, and they don't want some of you got what you have in the spirit, leave them alone. That's their choice. Okay. We are not Jesus. We are not Jesus at all. Well, I
2: understand, but I just thought part of spiritual warfare was... Is to fight the spirit that is on the person and dealing with the person. Oh no, no, baby, that's not that's no. not
0: that's not, for, that's not the spiritual warfare that I know about. No, no, no. Uh-uh. We're talking okay. about ba- we're talking okay. about the very basics, very basics. Okay. That's when we encompass Basically. all of God's word. If we know somebody got a bad spirit. I ain't gonna sit around them and listen to that crap, and I ain't gonna try to tell them about Jesus because they have an opportunity to figure them out. But God will send somebody to plant the seed. If he sent you to plant the seed, he will tell you exactly what to say. Most Amen. of the time, he don't tell Amen. you exactly what to say because it ain't none of your business. He tell you get out, get on. If okay. they going to hell, let okay. them go ahead and ride on, ride on into hell. I, I've been okay. on in street ministry many a time, and God will give you the discernment to know this. This person got too many demons to waste your time with today. And that's the part of the serving spirit that he allows us to have. When you walk up, walk up to someone, even on your job, you sitting that with somebody that hates God, why would you waste your time with somebody that hates God? And they tell you to hate God, I ain't worried, uh-uh, oh no, I'm not going to bother them. And I say I'm not saying I'm afraid of them, but I'm not going to waste my time. I'm not going to waste my... Time. There are some souls out there that lost, don't know about Jesus, and want to know. Those are the people that the discerning spirit will tell you to go to. But those that are stubborn and want to stay in their pot, want to stay in their pig pen, God does not tell us to waste our time on those. Uh-uh. No, ma'am. Any other questions? Okay. Yeah, I just want to
2: share my, just my one little thought here. And I... It's, it's people's place. I don't care where I go, and it's right there in the Bible. If people do not want to hear what you have to say, you got to leave these people, shake the dust off your feet, and leave them alone. Amen. The problem of that, like we need attention, we don't focus on what we need to focus on—the light. We focus on these people instead of saying, "Take them off." It's like the crabs in the bait basket. Shake them off. That's it. Let them go. 'Cause you're not doing it's a test of you too. But you don't know how to let go. All right now. And we all gotta learn that lesson. And
0: I'm still learning that lesson at my age. I'm
2: hearing. I'm yeah, hearing yeah. listen.
0: Miss Bernie down there in Goldsboro do you have a comment today? Did you hear me? Okay, come on. I need to hear. I haven't heard from you in a while. Did you have a comment with us? I know I don't have- okay, we'll we'll leave it like that today. But you all, I just really want to encourage you. We're gonna end in a few. I I really want to encourage you that check yourself, see where you at, who you listening to, and I just leave it. Whose voice are you listening to? Uh. So are, are you? Are you a sheep? Are you a sheep? Are you a wolf? Jesus said, "My sheep knows my voice." If I, I if I ever go to a mall, I have been to the mall. I haven't really uh, allowed my kids to get too far from me. Even back in the days, if we went somewhere, I didn't let them go another another. Uh, uh owl or something. I kept them right there and I knew exactly what they were doing. My eyes were open to the things all around me. So, uh, put this, that's the natural side. Of it. And Jesus is saying to us, y- y- I- I'm your shepherd. I'm over you. I'm in control of you. I- you are part of me. That's what I, I don't want to say control because we might get the whole thing wrong. You, we're, we're, you're part of me. What do you want to do? Do you want to walk in my light? Do you want, to li- you want to listen to me? Or do you want to listen to what the world is saying? Bottom line, everyone has that opportunity. I have learned that from the day of birth, we have a choice. God gives us that natural choice as to whether or not we want to do right or wrong. We are even children. They know what's, what's right and what's wrong. We don't have to beat them up until they don't know. It's there. They have their own self-will. Everybody has their own self will. Some of us want to walk in the light, but some of us want to do the way, want to have a dirty window. I see it that way. Once, once a lot of us want to like a dirty window, we want things dim. We don't because when we walk in God's way, we're held accountable, and that's as as uh, children of the Shepherd. That's what we should do. If you have a brother and sister that says they are brother and sister in Christ, we're supposed to held them, hold them accountable, but we don't need to beat them up. God's going to do that. You just let your light continually so shine, and when they want to throw all this junk on you, move out of the way. It's not you're not Jesus. Get out of the way, so God can deal with them. A lot of times God cannot deal with people we're praying for because we're in the way. We're trying to be little Jesus. That's what we're trying to do. We're trying to be Jesus. and That's a selfish person. And God hates this selfish thing. We can look in the scripture and see all that. We're very selfish. I'm not a Jesus. I am a teacher. I'm going to teach what the word of God says. But if you choose to go to hell, oh well. Don't bother me. You choose to stay in that vomit and always having issues in your life, always having a drama in your life. Oh, well, you've heard the word and you don't want to to believe it. That's your problem. It ain't mine. That's how we should be with boldness, you all. But when we allow to hear from other people and walk in their word, we're not being obedient to the word of God. And I'm going to end this tonight. Uh, I, I thank each and every one of you that joined us this evening.